0: kids it's bob um we need to make a few corrections before the episode begins um because we we did not have time uh to do not even that we didn't have time we just uh could not research these these shorts enough to know where they were filmed um it turns out that for my cat mitza was filmed in uh, brazil rather than spain uh, and the short um, dreams of blood and soul was filmed in north macedonia Uh, rather than Russia. So please keep those things in mind as we discuss the, the, uh, the movies. Um, also I have heard back from Richard Roundtree, the director of our, our feature for this episode. Um, and he, he would like you all to know that he, he wrote the movie the way he did because those characters were assholes. So, um, uh, I fully appreciate where he's coming from with that. I don't believe he's a bad person at all. I just think uh, there may have been a cultural uh, misunderstanding there a little bit. And uh, and potentially, um, you know, he tried. He tried his best to make a good movie. And unfortunately, he, he had some misses and he he admits those. So, um, you know, certainly we weren't trying to hurt his career at all with those things. But just keep that in mind again as you listen to the episode. Um, these are just filmmakers. Sometimes they're telling a story. Sometimes the characters in those stories use language and do things that we don't agree with. So, anyway, enjoy the episode, kids. Thanks. Oh, hmm. Kevin found a little stray. He's trying to actually catch it now. Wait, like a Munchkin. <gasps> it's getting legs. I'm like you will catch that cat and you will bring it to me. <laughs> okay. It's a little black Munchkin.
1: <gasps> No. I knew I wanted it. You didn't it. tell me that. It's a
0: little black munchkin kitty and I wanted it. <laughs> with a little stubby leg. I like any animal with stubby
1: legs, I'm there. Corgi. If it's broken, I want it. I know. That's just how it is. <laughs> Pugs, yes. <laughs> but I will. But I will adopt them for
2: forever. Yes. Uh, They're on this earth, so I will I take one.
0: I even a basset hound, because as large as that dog is, and as howly as that dog is, it's got a little stubby legs. Uh, it. stubby legs. You know what I've never gotten into though is the corgi. I love I corgis. I, I, I love, I, like I
2: love corgis, but yeah. they don't get me yeah. like like a
0: French bulldog does. Yeah. Oh, the French bulldogs. And. An English Bulldog. Yes. Oh, the English Bulldog was my favorite dog for a long time. <laughs> but now I'm kind of tossed. And of course, they're both British breeds. I do like the English, but I also love a Corgi. The Pembroke, the yeah. orange ones that you see all the time.
1: Mm-hmm. The toasted marshmallows. The toasted
0: marshmallows. Yes. What a little heart, <laughs> But, um, no, I'm good. Hi, kids! <laughs> it's Candy Code and Ranger Blades. I'm your host, Bob. And... <laughs> And I have nothing to say this week because we're reviewing shit that nobody else
1: has seen. And here's my co-hosts, Arcee and Stephanie. Please introduce yourselves. Hi, everyone. I'm Arcee, and I'm still kind of blown away that we get screeners.
2: I know. <laughs> 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 and I'm Stephanie, and I'm just happy to be back. Oh, I love you, Stephanie. We're
1: oh, happy to have you back. We
0: are. And, and we already talked about your show, and that is that has been recorded. I don't know how we're going to cut that in, but I'm glad you
1: had a good run. I do you think you. we talked about it during the Candyman episode, too. We did a little bit. Yeah. yeah we the did. long story
2: short is just that we had a sold out run and that it went great. And there's pictures online if you want to look them up or you ask so. ask me on the Candy Code page, and I'll. Show them to you or
1: whatever. So the long story short is it was completely sold out the whole time. Everything was perfect and amazing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Even though you weren't Mrs. Lovett. Yeah.
2: yeah. But our Love It was incredible. Oh, good. And she's a, a sweetheart, human angel of a being. So Okay.
0: Yeah. Good. which, which is uh, in direct opposition to the part she played, well, who was, you know, a cannibalistic pie maker.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. She she gave every single person a card yesterday for closing. It was so I
1: was sweet. 100% sure you were going to say that she gave them all like a piece of pie. And I was like, mm.
2: <laughs> no, but I didn't make I didn't make bloody red velvet cupcakes oh, nice. and unicorn cookies because I needed that dichotomy. Right. to right. express myself. My oven's
0: still <laughs> broken. I can't bake. I'm so sad. Mm-hmm. What
1: do you mean still? I have not heard that your oven was broken. My <laughs> oven has been broken for
0: months now. Oh. Like, it, we need to get the thermometer for it, but I'm terminally broke. Mm. Like, okay, so story time <laughs> about Bob's finances. Not stoned, but still. Um, I knew that we were, like, short on cash mm-hmm. this weekend. Uh, you know, last paycheck. So I moved moved shit over for the rent. Which we were short on, but we took care of that because mm-hmm. my husband gets paid weekly, I do not right. um, but <laughs> moved them over for the for the rent and knew I had nine dollars left. Mm-hmm. I bought a pack of cigarettes and spent a dollar to watch a movie on Amazon, okay uh itsy bitsy, by the way, hey, Not a not great, not bad, it's all right, um. And then looked at my account on Saturday, and I'm 300 fucking dollars in the hole. What the fuck happened? Huh. What? Uh, and it was, because I knew that I had paid the insurance with the mm-hmm. previous paycheck, mm-hmm. because I, I didn't want that. To, nope, cable bill. So I have internet. Those cable bills
2: what? will
0: fucking get you. Yep. Yep. And then, not only that, it was the cable bill and the STARS membership that I thought I'd canceled Oh, I hate that. Right, stars. Yeah. You're going to listen to me and you're going to listen good. I'm going to cancel and you're going to make sure it actually goes fucking through this time. Because if this happens again, I'm going to make you pay all of my fucking overdraft fees for the last (laughs) million years. That's how it's going to happen. I will sue your ass into fucking oblivion. (laughs) Stop it. Anyway. (sighs) So now this week, kids, we have something new and special for you. Um as of this taping, we have not yet reached Nightmares. Nightmares to us is still a week and a half away. But uh as when you are listening to this thing, way off in the future, ooh, scary, um Nightmares will have passed. But what we're doing this week is we're actually reviewing two shorts and a feature that did not make it into Nightmares only because of space. We're doing this because Jason is a fantastic fucking curator. And there are things that he has to turn away that are still really friggin' good. They're really good. Um, These are independent. We are not going to spoil them because they are still on the festival circuit. Mm -hmm. Um, They come from everywhere. Uh, I don't think there's not an American film in the bunch. We've got a Spanish film, a Russian film, and an English film.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: so we're we're going to go through them. We'll we'll give you plot like we always do. We're not going to spoil endings. We're going to try not to spoil a whole lot, uh, but we're going to give you what these movies are about and and you know, give our opinions of them. So this may actually be a short
1: episode. It probably will <laughs> since there's a lot that we just can't talk Yeah, about. there's right. a lot
0: that we
2: cannot talk about. So um consider this what one of my favorite things in the world, a bonus feature.
1: Seriously. <laughs> And also thank you to the directors and producers who let us. Oh, yeah. Um, Yes. It it was very explicit. They gave us specific Mm -hmm. permission and screeners. Yes. It's awesome. And they are supporting us. So we're going to support the shit out of them. Absolutely.
0: And Jason Tostevin, we love you. So much. Uh, (laughs) In ways you do not even know. Or want. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh. Wait until you meet Jason. (laughs) Oh, then you will know the pain we feel when we're in his presence. (laughs) But no, he's again, super fucking nice guy. Oh my God. He is one of the best. He is. You know how we keep talking about those delicious cinnamon rolls that must be protected at all costs. He is one of those people. He absolutely is. He cares about. Uh, you know his his people that work with him he cares about the people that submit you know films to him he he wants his film festival to be a success but because it's a family not because it brings in money yeah that's what he wants and it's fucking amazing and god and it, it permeates
1: everything it really at the really festival does.
0: it really it's does. like
1: It's it's almost hard to describe, but it's it's really good. Right.
0: So by this time, of course, with you listening to this, um, we will have been there. We will have given you all of the mini episodes. We will have given you all of the the Facebook live updates, you know, showing you the the fantastic culture that's there. And I'm already giddy. I'm giddy to be there, but I'm also like, oh, this is a week after. So, damn it, I'm already giving myself fucking con drop (laughs) because damn i was you know last year that that last video i did when you guys had already gone home on Mm -hmm. sunday i was about to lose it i really (laughs) was because it it feels that good Mm -hmm. when you're there and jason comes by he checks on you make sure that you need anything he he is the absolute best fucking person to run a film festival and
1: i i he manages to be everywhere at once, and it's a gift. He, yeah. does.
0: he really does.
1: And he's got help from Bridget.
0: Bridget's amazing. Absolutely. Love her. You know, he And he's got more help this year that came in to help him curate. And, also and good. Pick things. So so he's not as stressed out. But you know that he's going to be running around that entire weekend, and we'll never get a chance to sit him down and talk about the festival, Right. For sure. Which we need. I, I, am I going to have to bake cookies again? Because... Oh, you don't yeah, have You, didn't make, oven. you don't, did bake cookies last oh, year. Damn it, I don't have an oven.
2: <laughs> we just went over That is this. a problem.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, you're probably going to get store-bought, but I'll bring cookies. It'll be fine. Huh? There will be treats. There will be treats. I will at least make sure there's candy because candy. Coated razor blades. Right, because that's our th- shtick, kids. Or at least I will have made sure that there was candy. Damn this taping things ahead. <laughs> <laughs> all right so shall we begin with for my cat mitza absolutely yay this is i'm gonna say right now this one was my favorite yeah was my favorite and it's not just because of subject matter it's mm. just because out of all of them i appreciated this one the
1: most i don't think it was mine really yeah we'll go into it It's okay. fine. all right so uh
0: for my cat mitza uh, director is Wesley Gondim, who is fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Look that okay. man up. Oh shit! Um, it's starring. Uh, I never. I, I never know how to pronounce this. João J O A O. Uh, probably just Joe. J O A O. J O A O. Yeah. I think there's. Yeah. João. Possibly. Might be João uh, Campos, uh, Andre Arojo. and Sergio Sartorio. Uh, as Francisco, Roberto, and Paulo, respectively. Um, We start this short with a dude that's carrying a bucket with cat food, or at least what we suspect is cat food.
1: It Um, is, in fact, cat food. It is, in
0: fact, cat food. (laughs) It is being used to feed
1: cats.
0: (laughs) Uh, And then we shift to a pan shot of just someone driving through several urban neighborhoods. Uh, A veterinarian working for a pet shop. Francisco, though unnamed at this point, uh, is scanning the buildings. He exits the car, looks in the windows, giving us a lengthy shot of a beautiful naked man just out of the shower. <laughs> um, getting back, uh, then he gets back into the car, drives away, when a motorcycle pulls up alongside him. The cyclist is also scanning the windows. Uh, Francisco's shown back in the pet shop, offering pet, adv- uh, food, pet food advice, showing a customer out.
1: No, I looked him up when when Bob mentioned it uh, last week in the group chat. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, purdy director. <laughs> um, he locks up the shop, stops to say hello to Mitzah, who's the cat, who's uh, essentially the, the the pet, the store mascot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, beautiful little kitty. Mm-hmm. Lets her out of the crate, even though the cat, uh, calls her or her, even though the cat is clearly male. Yeah. <sighs> and then the next day, he returns to the pet shop to find that it's been vandalized. With viado escroto, which in the subtitle says, fuck you, faggot.
1: And I hate that fucking word. And that's why it's not my favorite. Because I have a very negative relationship with that word. I understand that.
0: Uh, In Spanish, it actually translates to faggot scrotum. The Spanish are interesting with their insults. Um, A customer, Roberto, who looks suspiciously like the nude man in the window, visits the pet store for cat food and flirts with Francisco shamelessly. That night, a couple of assholes break into the store and vandalize it, stealing Mica. A cyclist, assumed to be the same one from before, comes into the shop after the cops leave, but Francisco sends him away. Roberto comes to offer condolences, and they hook up for a dinner date at Francisco's place. Like an asshole, he brings his cousin, uh, the biker that was sent away before. And that's really kind of where I have to stop.
1: Mm. That, that's
0: yeah. yeah any, anything else is just giving up, giving away the whole damn thing. And we can't. Um, yeah, each one of these has its own problems, mm-hmm. and, and I'll say that out loud. I did not dislike any of these. No, either of the shorts. I didn't. Oh, dislike were the were yeah. They were all wonderful for what they were, but they each did have you know, things to talk
1: about. Yeah, and and the use of the F slur in this, um, despite my aforementioned very negative relationship with it. It was well placed. It was, uh, it was, it was topical. It fit the narrative. Um, so like, no, this is not me dissing the writing or saying anything about anybody who worked on this being homophobic. Cause I don't think that at all. Right. I just get a little upset inherently when the word is used, even written.
0: Sure. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Um, in, in the context of the film, and where it ultimately leads us, it's appropriate. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I as much as I dislike it, it's not ill used.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's it's used well. It's not there just for the sake of it being there. It moves right. the plot forward,
0: mm-hmm. and right. yeah, yeah, right. Absolutely. Now, when it comes to the acting. Aces. Thumbs yeah, up all the way up. Thumbs mm-hmm. up. These guys are because There's only there's, really three. There's there's only the yeah. three plus like the cop and, and the, the one cat. woman in the store. And, and the cat. Mizza. And poor little defenseless metza. ha oh, that that was a beautiful cat. Mm-hmm. A beautiful cat. Um also I'm glad to see people use animals well in a film um, especially a short because I'm sure that you know there, there had to be time and money put into you know getting the animal and making sure the animal is trained and placed in the right spot and doing right. the right things and that can that can get pricey yeah so especially with cats oh god yes yeah <laughs> uh, I we had a cat in the lawn that I was just like here kitty. nope nothing just <sighs> I'm like just just come here so I can so I can love you Nope, nope, I'm a cat. I'm going to sit on the neighbor's lawn and just stare at
1: you. But only some of the time. Exactly.
0: Otherwise, I'm just going to look like a rock or possibly the skunk that
1: keeps walking under my damn chair. (laughs) So pet the skunk. I mean, I probably could. Skunks need love, too. They
0: do. Little little stink kitties is what they are. (laughs) But um, no, it, it was really well done. It was tight. Yes. Very claustrophobic, but this is something that people need to understand uh, because a lot of people will say that like European films are claustrophobic. They're claustrophobic because everything in Europe is fucking small. Yeah. yeah. Stores are small, especially
1: to U.S. audiences. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. We're used to big, wide spaces, and and it, everything in Europe is fucking tiny. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it's like. It's like having your own McMansion and then moving to New York. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But then cut that in half. (laughs) You know, New York sheds tiny and European stuff is tinier. Mm -hmm. You know, but they were really the the director, uh, Wesley, really handled those tight shots. Really? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, but then when you did get out, he expanded Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, and gave you those those panoramic views of those those city neighborhoods and yeah. of those high rise condos and, and and those wonderful buildings and I'm assuming Barcelona, um, I I may be wrong I I don't know where it was filmed yeah but just it's not like we can really IMDB it we really I mean we could but it's not really it gonna tell short us a short before it's
1: yeah even like done with the festivals right right
0: so what are your thoughts, Steph? Before I ramble on, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, 'cause no, we all
0: know how this goes, Bob just, <laughs> Bob starts talking, Bob doesn't shut up
2: no i uh I really enjoyed this one uh this one and the second short we watched. it's difficult to say which is my favorite between the two, mm. but i the more I sit here, the more I think I lean towards the vampire one, but um, yeah, I think that. I think that the use of space is really beautiful, especially mm-hmm. for a short and mm-hmm. for what has to be a micro budget of a thing mm-hmm. to be able to really take advantage of the the big landscapes, but also use every inch of the small spaces and not make it feel like
0: the walls are closing in. Yeah. yeah. The apartment interior. Yeah. In particular during that scene. Um, the because they didn't have a lot of space and you mm-hmm. knew it. His camera placement so that you didn't see that shit mm-hmm. in the mirror perfection. Oh, oh
3: for yeah. Sure.
0: Because then you got not only your view of uh, Francisco but you also got the mirror behind him showing you the rest of the scene. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was perfection. It was really fucking well done. Um Script was tight, you know. Even oh, though yeah. I'm dealing with subtitles, yeah, you know it. It was, it was just, it was just really, it was a really good job. For, you know,
1: the video and audio quality were really good.
0: Excellent, yeah, excellent. I don't know if it was shot on film or or directed digital. Probably yeah. directed digital, because that's less expensive these days. Mm. And particularly since you can get a camera that does four K. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: You know, just boom
1: directly. Yeah, you know,
0: right there, and you've got all the crispness you, that you need. And with something like this, you wanted that crispness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You didn't want it to be fuzzy, grainy. You wanted it. This is modern. This is current day. This is you know something that we are currently dealing with. Mm-hmm. And homophobia is a you know thing that we have to deal with. You know, and the way it was dealt with in this film, from a story perspective, you know, even though we had to deal with the slurs. Which is something we have to deal with. Um, Just respectfully handled. Very respectfully handled. Mm -hmm. So I appreciated that. Um, Any other thoughts before we move on to rating this one? Nope. Not for me. Okay. Okay. All right. So, um, again, I think I've said all I had to. This is super tight. Um, Script was just amazing. Acting was amazing. Um, The twist, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And there is a twist with this one. Not really a spoiler. There's a twist. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. There's twists all over the place this time. Um, But uh, just wonderfully done. Wonderfully done. Out of the three that we're reviewing today, this one is my favorite. Um, So I'm going to give this... I will give it five out of five little little champagne glasses full of gelato.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't have too much to add. Um, this was a very high-quality short. I, I really was impressed, despite my personal misgivings with some of the subject matter. Um, everything was handled... Respectively and appropriately... Mm-hmm. um given the nature of the things um so i very much would recommend this to anyone who can deal with subtitles i know there's some people who can't yeah um but very good and i'm still really excited that we're getting more foreign horror frankly nice yeah. um so i'm going to give it i'm going to give it 4 out of 5 really bad dates where they bring their cousin
2: ooh yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) it's always so difficult to rate when we can't tell you everything, but I, I will just say and let you know that this, this was, is really great. If you get the chance to see it, you really should, um, take the time and again, watch it because it is, it's really beautiful. It's really Really beautifully shot, mm-hmm. and the acting in it—the performances—are fantastic, just right on point. Mm-hmm. And I will give this four out of five Mitzas, of course.
0: Aww. Little <laughs> <laughs> clearly
1: male. Oh <laughs> That's the hill you're going to die on. Yes,
0: I'm sorry, but if you're calling the cat a girl, but it's got this gigantic set of nuts Nuts. that are right
1: here, you don't know its gender identity. Oh,
0: social justice (laughs)
1: warriors (laughs) jumped on your
0: ass. (laughs) Ooh, when Mita can tell me how how he or she
1: identifies. Oh, so somebody has to tell you.
0: (laughs) Oh. oh. (laughs) Oh, oh. I would prefer to know. Um, Just keep burying yourself,
2: Mark. (laughs) Just keep digging that hole.
0: (laughs) I both love and hate you both. (laughs) I'm the host. Stop picking on me.
1: That's literally our job. I
0: know. (laughs) And it's so fun.
3: I
1: know. God damn it.
0: Quick, come up with a digression. We're only half hour in.
1: You just did. <laughs> <said. I
2: know. laughs> yeah, you want us to rip on you for a half hour?
0: You appreciate that? It's fine. It's, fine. it's all, right. <laughs> all right. God damn it!
1: Before we
2: started recording, we were talking. Bob almost knocked the microphone totally down. Oh
1: my god, he like bitch slapped it. it was <laughs> he smacked that envelope. <laughs> I haven't
0: done that jo- joke in a while. I know. <laughs> oh, fuck. Are we done? Are we yeah. good here? Yeah, we're done. Okay. Calm, yep. centered. Good. Dream of Blood and Soul. Yeah. Yes. This is our Russian short that came to us from Igor Alexov. I like a dude named Igor. Just because I, I expect him to tell me what hump. Anyway. <laughs> um, stars. Dejan Lilik. Nina Dean, Anna Stojanovska, Katarina Kuchewska, and Jordan Simonov. Um, it, it looks like Simon, but I'm, it's European, so I'm assuming the I is pronounced like E. Okay. So, just before somebody makes a bad joke about his,
1: <laughs> I don't think anyone was. Like, way to defend yourself from nothing. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, but I know the two of you, so I had to cut you off at the pass.
1: I did. I didn't even hear it till you said something. Honestly. <laughs> oh, I absolutely heard it, but I was like, "No, that's just his name. It's whatever."
0: Uh,
2: yeah. And
1: then, <laughs> then moved on.
0: No, way to be respectful
1: now. She <laughs> <laughs> says, "Assuming someone's gender identity."
2: Shh.
1: <laughs> Talk to me. A about defenseless
2: respect. being. <laughs> i just i just want to make a t-shirt now that is like Mitzah's butt in the nuts like a cartoon (laughs) version of it and just like i don't know maybe just that and just don't assume
0: my gender don't
2: assume my gender (laughs) (laughs) or like they them on it or something (laughs) because you don't know we don't know no the world is full of possibilities true Shall we talk about it? It could be a post binary socialist with a passion (laughs) for anarchy.
1: (laughs) Have you been watching Contrapoints? (laughs) No,
2: that's Dracula.
1: (laughs) That said, you should watch Contrapoints.
2: I don't know what that is. It's a YouTube channel. I
1: promise. Watch watch the incels one.
2: Oh my god, I'll die. No, no, no.
1: it's, It's a. About incels, it's right. not for. No, I incels. get it. Yeah, it's it, it's a trans woman who was a f- who almost got her master's or doctorate mm. in philosophy talking about these. It's fucking incredible. <laughs> oh, wow.
2: All right, that I'll watch. Okay. Yeah,
0: I'll watch that. I'll find it. All right, so back to Russian vampires. Yep, Russian sorry.
2: vampires. Russian vampires.
0: So uh, we begin with a priest. Being vaguely threatened. What was that? I'm so
2: sorry. What do you... What? I just thought of Katya. <laughs> Trixie and Katya, freaking... Uh, um, I have a mountain biking wit- vampire witch from the future. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me the pussy with a rake, mom.
0: <laughs> we love you, Katya. And if we can get you on this show, we will.
2: Oh my gosh. I would die. I, I would die. I don't
0: have the $3,000 for her appearance. I thing. know.
2: I would <laughs> die and like... St- Stick her whole body up my vagina.
0: Oh my god! We love you, Katya, and you, Trixie. Don't want to leave you. Out. We love
2: you too. She does love horror movies. Yes, Trixie, you are welcome. Although your your rate is even higher. Yeah, so. it is.
3: Especially
0: now that you've won. Yeah. <sighs> Damn expensive drag queens. We begin. Dear Santa, what I want for Christmas. <laughs> For Katya to be sitting in my She're, goddamn living room oh taping this show with us. can she just be
2: in like a, you would a have split move. the You're whole time? Get
0: here she would get that seat right there. Yeah. Uh, just I mean, we don't necessarily need you to appear in drag because we know that day drag just sucks. It's fine. Yeah. But, you know.
1: This is an audio medium. It we is don't an audio really medium, the, no one's gonna
0: yeah. know what you look like. For sure. It's fine. I mean Unless she
1: goes to nightmares. True. <sighs> <laughs> Sorry, I just blew Bob's mind. Oh no, if
2: she,
0: if she goes, that would be easy.
2: If you, I don't know how you would handle that. If you I'm just turn the would corner. Just, you sh- would just hear
1: this constant piercing shriek. <laughs> yeah.
0: That'd be no, like, Brian no. McCook is here. Everyone stop what you're doing. No, 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 no. There would, there would be no audio. It would just be me and glass shattering.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and dogs barking.
0: Yes. Three miles away. Right. Like Mariah Carey in concert
2: okay (laughs) we We begin begin. yes we begin with the russian vampires not mountain biking witches witches.
0: Uh, we begin with a priest being vaguely threatened in regards to his pedophilia by a man in a confession booth
1: (laughs) it starts off in a weird place it really does
0: (laughs) yep and doesn't really leave from that place yeah you hit the ground running with this one you really do (laughs) fleeing the priest is attacked by the man revealed to be a vampire by the name of Marco in his uh, Marco in his car, <laughs> in his car, he, because he runs, he gets to his car, thinks he's safe. And Marco is in the passenger seat. By the way, I did not know that in Russia, they drive on the right side of the road. Oh yeah. Yeah. I thought that most European countries were on the left.
2: That that's why, uh, when the webcam, when, uh, dashboard cams became very popular. I would be so confused and be like, What who drives those kind of cars? And blah blah blah. It's because they were all shot in Russia.
0: Ah,
2: yeah. Gotcha. That's where it became most popular because it's a big thing or you know, it, it continues to be, but dash cams became very popular because people would like go to act like they're crossing the street mm-hmm. and then jump onto your car to get hit and get insurance money. Mm. So people started putting dashboard cams so they could record.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I understand that they do that in China, which is why if you get hit by a car in China, they're going to back over you and kill you. That's also a cultural thing in China, because they feel like if they've injured you, they need to take care of you for the rest of your life. And if they can shorten that life by any amount, they absolutely (laughs) will. (laughs) So, yeah. This conversation got weird. It did. (laughs) Not any weirder than this short. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we then find the vampire watching the news and seeing a piece on the delayed trial of a child rapist slash murderer. A judge ends up paid off by the man's father, but the man has already been captured by the vampire and, and is hooked up to essentially a milking machine. Uh, in the vampire bar that it connects to, Marco chats with the others, giving an assignment here, getting advice and sometimes th- stories from the bartender there. The bartender's name is Javan. He's got a big part. Uh, in a dream-slash-flashback, he saves a stripper named Jezebel from dying after she's been shot. Of course that's her name. I know, of course that's her <laughs> name. Uh, after she'd been shot, when we next see her, he's reminding her of the rules while she's with her date. Only criminals. She bends the rules a little bit and brings her guy into the club, but she did have to feed a little to get him to forget being there. The only thing is, his blood has poisoned her. Marco steps in, but Jovan tells him not to do anything. Paying no heed, he bites the man. We're then informed that the man is a child murderer. Jezebel recovers and flees drunkenly. Jovan now tells Marco that he he is the vampire in the story he was telling before, which I cannot tell you now because this, this is a thing. Uh, we are shown Marco's birth as a vampire and he wakes from a dream, proving to himself things. <laughs> <laughs> um... God damn it, I can't even tell you anymore of this shit. I have like a paragraph and a half more that I can't tell you because we can't spoil this shit. This ruins the fun. But that's okay because these shorts are still super amazing. Now, I will tell you that out of the three films, this is my least
3: favorite.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and it's only because I've seen the heroic vampire too many times and I've, I'm kind of at a point in my horror life... Where I want the vampire to return as a monster. I'm much more 30 days of night Mm -hmm. than Vampire the Masquerade. Uh, And Vampire the Masquerade is kind of where this one lies. I mean, it's still well written. It's still very well acted. uh, It's still got some beautiful imagery, particularly in the dreams (laughs)
2: <laughs> I'm just keep, no. i okay. just figure. I'll just keep myself to myself until until we right? go around here. Are okay. you cold, sweetheart? No, I'm just visiony. I'm just, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a lot of coffee today to work through my traumas. It's all good. Um,
1: yeah, that was full when you got here. It
2: sure was. <laughs> Would you
0: like something else to drink? Or
2: no, you I good? have my I have my
0: liqueur, La <laughs>
1: my
2: my tangerine lacroix which I don't find very often
0: like someone whispered tangerine in France. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, now it's, it's got some beautiful imagery and um, it kind of, to me, of course I grew up, you know, through the eighties where all we had were these images of Moscow uh, being this drab, Mm -hmm. dull place. And they, he actually took some time to show the colors of moscow and Mm -hmm. show that it is this this beautiful place to visit with lots of history
1: not that we can
0: right right um i mean i'm concerned about political things but that's not what we're talking about here
1: i was talking about the gay so i was very much talking about political things i
0: mean we definitely don't want to go to chechnya um or pretty much anywhere else in russia
2: yeah it's it it was okay for a hot second um kind of yeah
0: and now Putin. it isn't again before Putin. <laughs> Putin came along and just
1: ruined that um much like Pence <sniffs> and the frustratingly hot daddy bear in Chechnya right okay.
0: oh yeah. yeah he's super cute but also a monster yeah um but so I mean ignoring the political aspect yeah of Russia at this time and, and I apologize that that's kind of tainting the discussion a little bit um, because I'd love to see Moscow.
1: Absolutely the same.
0: I, I mean, I, I'm not a fan of borst, but what the fuck, man? I am. There you go. um
1: I love. There's a lot of Russian food that I've tried that I've really enjoyed.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of Russian food that I want to try mm-hmm. um, that I've just not had a chance to because, I mean, if I'm going to try it, I want to try the real thing, not the Americanized version of it. Yeah. Um, but. You know, when it comes to this film, you know, we do get that 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 gorgeous imagery of, like, the dream sequences mm-hmm. where he's with Pandora mm-hmm. um, in the suspended bed. That right. is just yeah. a, a single circular shot, which I'm like, I hope that that bed wasn't spinning, because then you've just got sick actors. I really hope it was just the camera on a trolley mm-hmm. just in a circle, because that would just make everything easier. For sure. <laughs> um, but, uh, um, one of you guys go ahead. I'll, I'll I'll tell more when we go into ratings, or at least we'll just have more of a discussion because I feel like I'm dominating again.
2: <laughs> well, I um I really liked this one because this sounds so stupid, but it gave me warm warm vampire fuzzies. Mm-hmm. Um, I am definitely of the vampire the masquerade um ilk. I do love vampires as monsters, but. I'm a sucker for a really pretty vampire story mm-hmm. and this, you, you couldn't get much prettier than this short. You really
0: can't. Track. It is. Very, it, it, is, is beautiful. it is so gorgeous. And, um, yeah. And, and just on that note, I, I do want to clarify that while my own personal feelings is that I do prefer a vampire as a villain, as a monster, you know having heroic vampires is fine it's just not something i look for
2: yeah totally yeah i mean and you know thanks twilight Mm -hmm. for (laughs) burning the entire freaking planet out on vampires being heroes and i don't necessarily need vampires to be heroes to get a warm vampire fuzzy Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. but uh you know the this one i don't know i just got really jazzed about the idea like you know, I'd want a vampire assassin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I want a vampire John Wick at my back. Be like, that dude's an ass. You know, he you know, beat the shit out of my friends
0: or whatever. And have him
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> freaking go down. Right.
0: You know, right? freaking slaying. It, it almost reminded me of the Robert McCammon book, The Wolf's Hour. I have read it. Um, no. It's about a werewolf spy in World War II. Ooh, it's super fun. It's uh, it's probably my favorite after swan song. If you get a chance to read it. It's a That's book.
2: my favorite kind of werewolf story for some reason is World War Two werewolves. It, it just fits. It fits so, so well. well. And I, I watched the I'm up to date on the new creep show. And they have a werewolf uh, World War Two story, and I was like, "This is great." <laughs> Speaking
0: of which, I, I still have access to your shutter, so I'm mm-hmm. going to have to use that to watch Greed. Okay, uh, because <laughs> I, I, I had my it own. To you. No, yeah, I mean, I had my own shutter for a while, and then realized, wait, I can end up two hundred dollars in the hole by spending a dollar. So uh, anyway,
1: go ahead. <laughs> see. Um, so similar to the thing that you just said and it's really funny how this ties i really like vampires in world war ii settings okay there was a game series and then subsequently a movie series that was a hot pile of garbage um called blood rain oh. where you were a vampire fighting nazis yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. um thank I,
0: you Uwe ball <clears throat>
1: Thank him for that. Why do oh, no, you no, no. even have to say his name? Then?
0: Because I'm going to make you right. watch Blubberella.
2: But Willem does blackface
0: and blah, I know Willem I does blackface and Blubberella. That. And that's horrible. But around <laughs> that, the rest of the movie is
1: hilarious. <laughs> uh, anyway.
2: anyway. So... <laughs>
1: I'm not thanking you for that movie, even even though there is, admittedly, a very hot sex scene of her pinning a guy against um, prison bars. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this is filthy and hot as shit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But ignoring that, the rest of the movie was bad. Yeah.
0: Um, The sequels were
1: worse. Yeah. The sequels, I keep trying to block out of my (laughs) memory. I try... I try,
0: i fail. Yeah, we all do <laughs> um, because they're fucking horrible and yet we still watch. I, I them, even, because we're I even I for watched one of them and what,
1: it can't be that bad and boy was i wrong.
2: Says the guy who freaking caps-locked abused us about Ladia Quigley and Cloud NATO yesterday.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that was deserved. <laughs> I'm um, not saying it wasn't way, deserved
2: but you've been talking about Cloud NATO since since before i was by even the here. Way,
1: it was the worst film that we watched. That day.
0: I I don't know how Zombie Title Laven managed to end up better, but I'm By sure like you'll not make us find a out.
1: small margin. <laughs> like I wanted, I wanted Clownado. I'm I'm sorry, uh, Blood and Soul. You were you were very good, and I'm going to get back to you. But I wanted Clownado to oh, be well, you like the, the all I wanted. All I wanted, Bob. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man! All I wanted was a tornado of clowns. Right? <laughs> That's what.
2: That's sounds like was,
0: what
3: you're gonna get that is
1: logically Not in the movie,
0: <laughs> like. <laughs> I she. Need, I needed she to throw something. <laughs> picked up her purse and just slammed I it to the ground. I hope there was nothing was fragile no, in there. No. Upset.
2: <laughs> I am not looking forward to watching this movie, and I'm upset. I don't think i, I we're was gonna like, make you watch it anymore. At least good. there was gonna be. I was thinking at least there's gonna be a clown
0: tornado in it. No. Did we at least get a zombie <laughs> title wave though?
1: There was. There was. There was not one, but two. Oh, good.
0: Okay. So
1: we at least got what you wanted out of so that one. balanced out and then we watched Hell House and it was amazing. Um but yeah, this movie or this short rather um like you guys have brought up is is really beautifully shot. Um even even though I didn't grow up with the 80s Moscow being dull and drab and mm-hmm. just everything is some combination of gray and or brown. Right. You get the um, vibe of it though. Like you, you know do. what we're
2: talking about. Yes, yeah, when yeah
1: saying. absolutely. well what I'm trying to get at is, even though I didn't grow up with that version of it, mm-hmm. it's still kind of pervasive.
2: Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, definitely. It hasn't gotten that much better.
1: Right. Um, like, the most things I see about Russia, assuming that it's not talking about Putin and or Trump... Right. ...is things about Chernobyl. hmm So...
2: <laughs> you can adopt the dogs now, though. That's yeah. good. They're safe.
1: D- yeah. I saw this, this meme went
0: around. This scientist went... Went out there with a Geiger counter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. Um,
1: None of this sounds like it's going to be funny. Oh no! It's it it's
0: <laughs> scientifically hilarious because okay. people are like, "Oh my God, Chernobyl!" Blah 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 blah. She went out there, got off the plane,
3: mm-hmm.
0: took the Geiger counter to herself, and showed this massive amount of radiation because you get exposed to so much radiation on across on a transatlantic transpacific mm-hmm. flight. Mm-hmm. It's not even funny went to chernobyl it's like an eighth of the amount of radiation Mm -hmm. like on her body Mm -hmm. she she measured the the radiation of her own body and it's like chernobyl is safe now wander around don't necessarily like take shit home but go and look at pripyat um don't watch the Chernobyl Diaries because
1: that God, that movie shit. is terrible. Yeah, I have no
2: in- interest in seeing that or Wait, the are you talking about the, HBO.
1: You're talking about the movie, right? Yes, the movie. Okay, yeah. the movie's bad. The show I've heard is pretty good. The
2: the show is amazing, but I don't think I'm prepared to watch it. Uh, no, I don't.
0: I don't think I could watch it either. Just yeah. because the one thing that I appreciated about the Chernobyl Diaries was that they shot in Pripyat. Yeah, and used all of those things that have been left behind, except for the bear. Except, except for the bear. Yes,
1: there's a very bad CGI bear. Yours. oh okay it's horrible it runs through an apartment building there's yeah. there's questions yeah
2: yeah <laughs> yeah but I mean if you want to talk about radiation you need to talk about um oh Fukushima that's yeah 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 yeah
1: because like Dark Tourist
2: less... the, when he when they went there for Dark Tourist have you guys watched Dark Tourist yeah, on yeah, Netflix
1: yeah. I tried to get into it and f- didn't enjoy it
2: I loved it and he went to Japan mm-hmm. and there's a tour that goes there mm-hmm and um everybody on the on the thing has a geiger counter you're given one at Mm the start of the tour and it is the the radiation goes so off the scale
3: Mm -hmm.
2: like the whole entire bus is like we don't want to go anymore like this is not safe anymore right and the tour guy is just like Oh, I do this every day. It's fine. He's got this giant smile on his face. I'm like, you are a sociopath. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then the government stops them. They come right up to the, like, the barricades. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, yeah, it's not the business. But then the, he goes to Chernobyl and he plays with the puppies and they're fine. Yeah. You can adopt them. Yeah.
0: Um, but the thing, even the thing with Fukushima and the radiation there, and I know we've gotten wildly off the subject. A little bit. But... Um, but you know, yeah, it I has the radiation from Fukushima has has basically spread to the entirety of the Pacific Ocean mm-hmm. at this point. Um, however, because it's diffuse, and it is and it is relatively relatively you know, diffuse, um, you're still getting exposed to more radiation on the plane trip there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it's um, you, you don't necessarily need to be worried about you know the people. Yes, people that live close to it are getting more than like someone who lives in Tokyo. Sure. Um, so I'm I'm not concerned about going to Tokyo. I'm not concerned about eating the seafood there. I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not concerned about any of that. Um, if I were going regularly, sure, you know, oh, taking like sure. a flight a month for years, then I'd be concerned about radiation and cancer. Um, but it, I I think people just don't necessarily think about. The science involved with radiation exposure and where you're getting it. You know, literally, you're probably getting more radiation exposure by not wearing sunblock at the beach. So, but anyway, let's talk about vampires in Russia. (laughs) Now that we can get back to that.
1: Yeah, I really liked it. Um, I don't think of the three that we're talking about today that I really had a favorite Mm -hmm. um, for various reasons. Uh, This one, I had to watch twice because I think the first time I watched it, I missed something in the story that like lynched things together. Right. So like the second half of the short, I was very confused because I was like, everything changed. Mm -hmm. But these are the same people. What's happening? Right. Um, And then the second time I, I paid closer attention and it turns out it was just me being an idiot and it was not at all bad storytelling.
0: Sure. Um. Um. I, I. will say that this one can, excuse me, can be a little more confusing just because he does use dream state. He does use flashback. Uh-huh. He does. Yeah. You know, there's more. There's more of that here uh, than in Misa. Yeah. So it, it can be a little bit more confusing to watch.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, beautifully shot.
0: Yeah. So. Um. Ratings for this one. Sure. Now that we've gone. Like, around the world and back with digression. Yeah. So, um, again, this is a gorgeous piece of film. Mm-hmm. It, it is wonderfully told. Uh, it It is... The subject matter in and of itself is really the only downside for me. Uh, again, just because I have reached that point in my life where I, I want my vampires back. I want my monsters back. Um, while, again, I will very much champion, you know, the, the vampire super assassin. Mm-hmm. Awesome, because superpowers are superpowers, and right? I <laughs> um, and I do like a superpower movie. Sure. Um, yeah, it's still a great short. So, that being said, I will give it um, three and a half out of five. Um, bartenders, you don't know whether they're a vampire or not.
1: <laughs> me. I guess me. Um, yeah, I don't have a whole lot else to say about this movie. It definitely gave me very blood rain feels, um, versus something like Twilight where sure, I guess the vampire is viewed as a hero in this. And I think that is the main point. Um, but I, I, I like it more that they're using the fact that they are already perceived as a monster to be not that. Right. Um, so I I liked I liked the perspective in it, um, where you see somebody pre vampire and post vampire, and oh, I could do something about all this now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was. I'm not going to say it's the first time it's ever been done, but it struck me as as fresh and original enough to keep me entertained with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give it uh, three and a half out of five Russian biker daddies. Oh, Russian biker daddies. They could tell me to take out the trash and that and fucking Russian and my legs will just open. Yeah. It's just... Your legs among other things. Uh-huh. <laughs> like I mean I know I'm I know I'm already easy, but like Ooh. you start speaking Russian and it's it's game over. Yeah. Like, yes. Hi. Yeah, hi. Yes I'm here.
0: Yes. Um
2: like I said, this is like all of these are by such a slim margin. But just being the the kid who has always loved the, like, the really, the pretty vampire stories, Sans Twilight. Um,
0: Which was a Mormon dating
2: primer. Uh, yeah, a Mormon dating primer. And Mormons aren't that bad. That was <laughs> fan fiction based on bad BDSM yeah. primers. Right. Um. <laughs> it's just such a a nightmare those fucking books
0: frito frito has gotten so pushy
1: she's just like i know on my legs pet me it's been it's been that way with me for like the last 10 minutes i know so now she's on my side of it yes she
2: needs mad attention right now (laughs) um but uh like i said this just kind of it gave me a little bit of a vampire store like a good guy vampire story that i haven't seen in a while mm-hmm. so maybe that's why i i liked it as much as i did uh because he's not trying to be good he's just doing what he thinks is right right and i i love me a, a I love me a, a monster vampire i absolutely do I love me my... I usually... I'm not an angel person. I am a Spike person. hmm That being... I'm a Drusilla person. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. That's a good way to put it. Or, yeah. yeah like, I'm a Drusilla Darla person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, Darla's a bit more bitch than I like sometimes. But anyway. um, I will give this... Like, the last one, I'm going to say four out of five. Um spinning paranormal beds.
0: <laughs> yeah, I couldn't I can't do a suspended bed. I would die. Somebody I would fall off and like get smacked in the face with it in the middle of the night and just be awful.
2: I would be down like Airbnb. In yeah. One. But I don't think that I am coordinated enough as a human on a regular daily basis to have mm-hmm. a floating
0: bed. And I wear a CPAP? Oh yeah. I'm not I'm not taking my CPAP for the ride with
1: me. No. I don't have, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I broke my normal suspended bed having sex with a fat guy, so I think a suspended bed is out for me. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Hard pass. Oh, God damn. I mean I I love... was on my lunch break. It was fun. Uh,
0: <laughs> I broke a waterbed frame. Ooh. Yeah.
1: I rebuilt mine. <laughs> I, I don't broke. know if I have the skills to rebuild a waterbed frame.
0: Yeah, I broke a uh, I I ended up after I did that because it was the underneath part. Yeah. I'm like I am I'm only one person I live alone. I can't lift this thing up. So I just like laid the pieces flat and just slept on the floor for a couple of years. And then <laughs> for her, what,
1: years? Yeah.
0: And then well cuz I was like broke as shit and then Scott comes along. He's like, "I cannot sleep on a futon in a in a waterbed frame anymore. You need a bed." So I bought a bed. So it's like, okay, now I have a bed, now what? <laughs> what do you want? Um, yeah. It was yeah
2: I did I, I broke a futon frame um having sex, but I almost didn't realize it for a while hmm. because I had storage chests and whatnot. Oh underneath. no. So the frame was just sitting on those. Oh. And then when it really officially broke, like a week or two later, broke as shit, you know, I had a canned goods holding it <laughs>
1: if it works
2: and yes. then i started dating mark who was the sumo wrestler oh no oh no <laughs> <laughs> Um. So long story short that futon did not have much life yeah. and then um Say my current like, yeah. in my current bed is completely f- fucked on the one <laughs> side <laughs> <laughs> you can't get on it without just crashing down um, so I understand the the, the bed yeah. breaking philosophy. I want a solid cherry wood four poster.
0: Yeah, done. My my bed frame now is metal, mm-hmm. but it's also just this one gigantic California king size, like really extra thick memory foam mattress. Mm-hmm. Like I sleep so good.
2: Yeah, I sleep so
0: good. <laughs> I love my mattress. But I, I, I'm not sure if Scott does, because I'm pretty sure that we need to, like, flip it. Oh, Because yeah. I'm pretty sure that he actually has a dent. Like a divot. <laughs> yeah. A body-shaped dent in his side. Because I, I, I know that I'll, I'll roll over to cuddle him, and it's hard for me to get back out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, honey. <laughs> we got a memory foam mattress, so this wouldn't happen. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, man. oh But, um was going to say something and I can't remember nope it wasn't about this one it was about the next one shall we move on yes to nefarious so. okay so nefarious uh, these are all this year by the way um, director Richard Roundtree starring Buck Braithwaite uh, Nadia Lamin, Lamin, um Abby Gillett Omari Lake Potager, Emma Feeney Tony Sands Dave Gadsby Marlon Roberts Matt Wignall uh, Gregory A. Smith, and Toby Wynn Davies. Uh, again, uh, these are British actors, so you may actually have seen them in more mm-hmm. than just this film. Right. Uh, I did not recognize any of them. However, I also don't watch a lot of like British television. I did kind of take a peek, and they do appear in television mm-hmm. more than well, anything. Um, with this one, we begin with a police interview. So you can tell that this one already is going to be more flashbacky. Flashbacky Guy Ritchie. Okay. Um, it's very short, this interview. It's just a woman uh, whose name is Lou Louise uh, being questioned before the James Bond like credits, uh, which give us kind of a Jack the Ripper esque vision of what to expect from the film, except not. Fair. Yeah. yeah it's like you get a lot of sex workers in the credits and they're nowhere else in the film. No. Kind of like
2: a bond un- opening though. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I remember being a kid and being so confused by the openings of mm-hmm. bond movies. Cause I'm like, well, there was like a ton of knives floating and like all these chicks and mm-hmm. there's only really the one chick,
0: right. you know, <laughs> right. it's just, it's just to exemplify that bond is a womanizer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We then see Lou being woken by her partner and hounded about getting a job. And at first, you think that he's being supportive. You really need to get out and get a job, honey.
1: Turns out he's just a dick. Yeah. Yeah. The first part I was like, oh, I understand that. I've been there with people. And then he goes out into the living room and I'm like, oh. Yeah. So her, uh,
0: her husband, who has cheated on her with her friend Joe, and she knows it. Um, we then see Clive, who's disabled, playing with a dead raven on the lawn of his house as he waits for his brother Marcus to take him to work. We then see that Joe is working at Marcus and Clive's house, where in the midst of cleaning, she finds the combination to the safe. We find out that Darren is an asshole who picks on Clive uh, at work, who, had, uh, Clive then had... I wrote this badly. He picks on Clive at work, Clive admits that he won 20,000 pounds in the lottery at at lunch. Darren also steals the petty cash from the office and rifles through Clive's locker where he finds a knife, several newspaper articles regarding a cult and a missing girl. There have been several disappearances in the area uh, and a roll of bloody duct tape. (laughs) Darren then gets fired for taking the petty cash and then assaults (laughs) his boss and Clive in the parking lot, observed by Marcus, who was waiting for Clive did not want the police involved for some reason and the boss flat out states that he doesn't believe that the police would, would have done anything. Mm. Lou spent her entire day high as a fucking kite. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> oh, and she, she went straight for the coke, man. Either coke or K. Yeah. She was sniffing and stuff. Uh, we're then introduced to Jack, a gangster slash drug dealer to whom Darren owes money. Darren and Joe fight, continuing to prove that Darren is a piece of shit. As they try to find out what to do next, and since we know that the robbery is going to happen, that part is skipped over. Clive is left alone for the night as Marcus goes out, and the would-be criminals head toward their caper. The taxi driver who dropped them off, by the way, is played by the director. Oh! Mm. Um, Dropped off on the dark road, they walk to the house where they know that the alarm is broken and Marcus isn't home. Lou wants them to call it off, but we're told again that the reason that they're doing this is because of her because of all the, all the money that she snorted on her <laughs> nose. However, um, the house was rigged to record sound and none of these morons wore gloves. <laughs> and that's really where I can... I can't go any further. God damn. I feel like yeah. we can talk about the fingers. We can. We, we can. Okay, so... Um, Lou stays outside as a lookout. The, the others remove their shoes to reduce noise. Also leaving sweat, which contains DNA on the floor. Uh, Darren and Joe go upstairs while Moss, their roommate, uh, watches the downstairs, which is where Joe knows the safe to be. She brought him upstairs to fuck. Why are you going to fuck when you're trying to rob the house? Because you're a dumbass. The thrill. The thrill, yeah. Uh, Darren is not pleased by this, to say the least. Uh, they go downstairs and try to crack the safe. But Joe got the code wrong, and a fail-safe trap takes Darren's fingers. Like, literally takes them. He can't get them back. They're trapped behind this glass that has cut them off.
1: <coughs> I think that is where we should...
0: That, that is where we should stop. We can um, give you a
2: little more with this one, because it's like a feature.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd love to tell you more. Because that's only about, what, the little past the halfway point of the film?
2: Yeah, like, th- I think that's right when they they start to gear up for Act 3. Yes.
0: You, uh, when when they're gearing up for Act 3, you've got about 35 minutes left in the
3: film. Mm-hmm. It's only yeah. an hour and a
0: half movie, which is cool. I, I mean, I like a short flick. And it does move fast. Um, I'm going to say, again, very well written. Generally. Generally. Yeah. Um I understand that as a British director, he may not understand
1: the, the American, American aversion. Yeah,
0: the American aversion to using the R word. Uh, there was a lot of homophobic remarks. Yes, thrown around. Um, you know, I don't have a problem with the word "cunt" myself. You know, as a feminist thing, I I understand. You know, the bitch manifesto exists. Cunt was reclaimed by feminism. Awesome, great, use it. Um, but there are some words that I'm still very uncomfortable with, like, faggot. Yeah. Like, retard. I don't, again, heavily quoted. I will not use those words in a sentence. Um, so I I understand that we have to get past that to watch this film. Uh, And we also have to understand that all of these characters are dickholes.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, you're not supposed to like a single one of them.
0: At all. Not even the cops. Nope. You are not supposed to like Anyone in this film except for Clive—they're all trash. Yeah, except Clive. Clive, Clive is is an innocent little cinnamon roll and needs to be protected at all costs. Um. But speaking of Clive, I understand that having an actual special needs actor—I
1: mm, was going to go there too—is a rough thing. So.
0: Good job for what it was. Um, It was a little ham-fisted.
1: I do think that the actor... I'm going to use this phrase, but I'm going to use it very carefully. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be a follow-up. right? I do think the actor went too far with it. I don't think he was overly disrespectful. I think what he became was more of a caricature of the idea yeah of a special needs person versus right. becoming a special needs person right
0: right uh, it, it it definitely wasn't like daniel day lewis mm-hmm. you yeah. know t- in my left foot where where he you know studied that and and kind of became that it was definitely more of a caricature
3: mm-hmm.
0: um which was a little upsetting Which is, you know, why this is my least favorite movie. I am not saying that this is a bad film by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I'm saying that some things could have been handled better and more respectfully Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of um, some of the social stuff. Yeah. Um, But as a filmmaker, you know, sometimes you do have to, to, to work with the uncomfortable stuff. Yeah. In this case, though, that particular piece with Clive he he it seems that he could have benefited from maybe volunteering with special needs people for a uh-huh. while instead of just giving us this idea that of what he thought a special needs person should be uh-huh. so before i continue babbling please one of you go <laughs>
2: um well my thoughts with clive it it took me back to it, uh it took me back to acting class Mm -hmm. in a big way because one of the first classes i took in college they had us do really weird things and at the at the time i kind of understood it but as i've gotten older i've gotten i've i understand it more and one thing I, i remember very clearly was we were doing a scene that was set in central park at wintertime mm-hmm. we the class was currently in wintertime and we were like three blocks away from central park so we had a field trip and we had to just focus on what cold felt like
3: mm-hmm.
2: and not over dramatize mm-hmm. and then we went back Yeah, you know, the ne- the next day we went and did the scenes again with that memory in our minds
3: mm-hmm.
2: and another thing that I've been told, you know, time and time again is like to play drunk. You don't play drunk. You play someone who doesn't think they're drunk Mm -hmm. because when you're drunk, 98% of the time that person is trying to pull off being sober. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, you have to keep it contained. And I feel like what, what this gentleman did was he didn't keep it contained. He Mm -hmm. didn't keep his, he didn't keep the reins on the reality of the character and just kind of went balls out with it. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to call it cathartic, but Mm -hmm. just like, just let his ass hang out with it. And just like, this is me now. And that's not to get a proper performance. That's not what you do. Yeah. Right.
0: right.
2: You know, you don't. It, and and I another thought I had along with what RC said, or no, you said the volunteering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It was very clear to me that he had not really done research. He had not really even yeah. looked up a YouTube yeah. video,
1: mm-hmm. you know. Or like, maybe he had, but it, he had only seen extreme cases. Yeah. And not what would be considered a norm. Yeah. Right.
0: Right. Like, like he didn't you know, like, spend any time with, with someone who has Down syndrome. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah and so I just feel like I don't know if it's time that this actor needs in the in the realm of this career or if it's just like a slip on his part but
3: mm-hmm.
2: yeah I just think that there needed to be more thought put into it mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what kept pulling me out of this one
0: yeah and really that, this is Beyond some of the language and use. Oh
2: yeah, the, I have an issue with the word "cut." Yeah. I, I I don't like that word at all. Yeah, and I understand. I've that. gotten slowly more desensitized to it because of British TV mm. and British films, and because, Australian and yeah. Australian because it has it's a completely a different, different cultural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, the more I hear it, the more desensitized to it I become. But I still don't like the word. Right. That no being did. said, you know. It, that didn't take me out as mm. much as,
0: as much as Clive as
2: much did. as Clive did, and as much as just like sitting there going like you're all just assholes.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah, fuck all of yeah, you. There was. <laughs> and I, I was talking to RC a little earlier. I, I understand that we're going for this Guy Ritchie caper movie mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. with you know that added horror bent to it, mm-hmm. and I I appreciate where he was going with it. Yeah, and again, this is not a bad film.
2: No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. I, I, I want to make that
0: clear. I don't yeah. think it's a bad film. Yeah. Uh, th- but there are those things that do take us out. Yeah. Um, Clive's, frankly, overacting. Yeah. Yes. Was, was a big piece of that. Um, because it seemed to me that rather than playing someone who was developmentally disabled, mm-hmm. he was playing a child. Mm-hmm. And that's what killed it for me. It's like you, it, it, is I, that what you think of people who are developmentally disabled?
1: Mm-hmm. I can kind of see that. I have a very specific experience with this. Um, growing up, um, from sometime around third grade, don't mm-hmm. remember exactly when, um, I moved in with my grandparents, my father's mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Um, they had had two kids mm-hmm. my dad and my uncle. Uh, my uncle at a very young age, I believe it was two or three, um, got an extremely severe fever um, that left him developmentally disabled. Mm -hmm. Um, Like he relatively recently learned to read. Wow, okay. So I know how, at least in one very specific case that I had to deal with a lot, um, how someone with special needs might act. Um, and, And to say... To say that the guy played it as a child, I think might be oversimplifying because that's not out of the realm of possibility. Right. Um. My my uncle very much is uh, probably around twelve ish mm-hmm. um, mentally. Right. Um. So in, in that respect, I get it. Um. But the the contrast that I want to note here is the writing of the character Clive mm-hmm. versus the nonverbal acting right. of the character Clive. Because the writing, with the exception of the use of the R word, like we mentioned, mm-hmm. the writing I think was very good. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it was the nonverbal things yeah. for me that, that took it out of the realm of what would be more normal. Right. Yeah. Right. That, it it felt, it felt performative versus.
2: Yeah. Like, I think that's what I was trying to say about the, about the acting classes and all that shit. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's so easy to be like, going back to the drunk thing, like be drunk and you, you physically instantly want to start swaying and you want to slur your words. and Just like Mm -hmm. play boo-boo the fool. And as, as good as that feels, just do that. Right. That's not a good performance. It's, no, it's not That's much. a caricature.
0: Yeah. Right, and, and in some places that is appropriate. Yeah, it, sure. Sometimes playing that caricature of the drunk person, playing that caricature of a child, playing that caricature of actually this is never appropriate. Playing the caricature yeah. of someone who's developing But basketball. we've
2: but we've seen it used, unfortunately, in caricature roles humorous roles in the past like it's it's something that exists in the world like
0: i even have a problem with dustin hoffman and rain man he that is a little it's performative to me it it doesn't seem correct it doesn't seem natural. it's
2: it's definitely
1: it definitely seems pretty heightened yeah it also seems very 90s yeah
0: true so gregory smith good try good try because yeah. I think that, you know...
1: I do think that the lines were delivered very well. Yeah. I, I, I Like I said, I really think it was the nonverbal stuff. Yeah. Had it been toned down, I would have had less of an issue. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, But speaking of the others, they all played assholes perfectly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They really did. They were all six. Naz, mm-hmm. except for Naz. Naz, as oh, drugged out as he was, yeah. the roommate who like had no lines until they got into that house...
1: When he was eating cookies. what he was eating cookies. <laughs> Which honestly, mood. Right.
0: Yeah. Oh, you guys are going upstairs to do something. I'm bored. Oh look, cookies. If you're gonna rob the place, why not raid the cookie jar? Fuck. No, you can't leave crumbs anywhere. Blah blah blah. That's right, like, the that's where
3: you're that's gonna the issue. That's, the, problem. that's, gonna that's
0: the concern. Yeah. Yeah. But um Lou should not have been with that boyfriend. I realize that. You know she left where she was to be with these people because
1: it was a bad situation it was a like it
0: she left out of the frying pan into the fire yeah. for her you know um I understand the guy Ritchie snatch direction that mm-hmm. this wanted to go in it was uh lower class it was caper film it was um. Involving various, uh, at least one aspect of the mafia in Britain, mm. um, you know it. It was, but there, shit. He threatened to put her on the street. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it, it, you you think he's basically going to be this decent dude? Hey, honey, you need to go get a job today. You're, this isn't, you know, peaches and they cream set it anymore. up
1: to immediately pull the rug out from. Under oh, yeah, absolutely <laughs> did. <laughs>
0: They really fucking did. And that jar, that shock was well executed. Yeah. I can't can't say it was badly done. No. Um, Because, you know, you don't realize how much of a dick he is until you see him at work making fun of Clive. Yeah. You know, and then he's got to pull off this caper and Joe, who's just, you know kind of along for the ride she, no no she was the one who masterminded the thing she was the one that had this the combination of the safe
1: she oh was the i got the one, names
0: backwards lou is along for. The yeah ride. okay yeah. lou yep. is the one that's along for the ride joe is the scheming bitch who wants to steal darren from lou mm-hmm. yeah and and it's like this horrific nightmare version of friends which wasn't yeah. all that much that of a dream.
1: Not a yeah, terrible description. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, it's it's like the cast of Coupling if they all went on a coke bender for like three weeks.
1: Yeah,
0: you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot about that show. I that liked show. Coupling.
1: I loved. I coupling. like it better than Friends. I, I mean, that's your bar. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I
0: mean, Coupling was was kind of great for for a British comedy.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and then they tried to make an American version of it. And,
1: and it, it went, just, bad. It went yeah. bad.
0: It went went so bad. Stop it. And then, then they tried to do like the American version of it. The FAB IT crowd. And the IT crowd.
1: The IT crowd was even line for line the same. I know. Yeah. And it wasn't Wasn't funny. that Joel McHale? It was Joel McHale. Oh my fucking God. Why?
0: Just leave it alone and air the British shit. Get the license to air the British shit and put it on American television. Jesus fuck. But
1: it was still, um, what's his face? Moss,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. He shows up in a lot. His name couldn't tell you right now. I can't remember now. It's gonna bother me. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what we
2: have. Like the the letters are swirling in my head right now, but they won't form the name. Yeah.
1: Right. (laughs) Richard Ayuwade. There it is. (laughs) Huh. Glad we didn't have to use those on,
2: computers. I was getting stuck on Robert. I kept wanting to call oh. him Robert. No, yeah. no, man.
1: It did still at least have him, and his yeah. lines were exactly the same. And he was still
0: funny. Well, yeah. But He's not old.
1: enough to, to save the show.
0: No, not enough. I mean, they tried. but And I love the IT crowd. Did they ever get anything past season three? That's where it
1: ended, yeah? I think, I think there was. Yeah. There might have been a fourth season. I think there was a fourth know. season, but I think it was, like, Hulu? Something yeah. changed. I don't remember yeah. what changed.
0: Yeah. I'll look. but Because I really loved that show. Yeah. Like, it, it ended weird at third season. So I'm like, no, I need more. I mean, it was weird. <laughs> it was so. weird to be
1: honest. <laughs> Digressions. God. Yay.
0: Stretch it out, kids. Um, like yoga. Now, this movie was as problematic as it was to me on a personal level. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't claim the same for anyone else. If someone else enjoys this, great. You know, if, if someone else does not have the same problems on a social level with it that I do, then great. Um, it was still not badly shot. Um, f- the way they went back and forth to confuse you, mm-hmm. great. And then it kind of smoothed its way out at the end. Um, even given the several twists we must cope with. Yeah. Um, it was, it was well done, but I expect more out of the director. I think he can do better. Agreed. I I think he absolutely can do better. Uh, and I think he can, ha- I think he can maybe look at things a little more responsibly. Mm-hmm. But again, if someone doesn't like that sort of thing, if yeah. you know, then he's not obviously obligated to, but I think he should maybe... At least attempt it because that's only going to make his films easier to relate to. Mm-hmm. So, um, go ahead. I don't want to rate yet.
2: Okay. Um, yeah, I, I feel for rating shit.
0: We haven't
1: done ratings yet. I know. That's why I thought you were starting. Oh
0: no 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 <laughs> no. No, no no! I'm not starting ratings.
2: I yeah I um I could see someone fully enjoying this movie and not having an issue with it, you know, because they have a different experience in life. Mm Um, and I also feel that as, as this director develops and, you know, writing develops and whatnot, um, he could really go far and really cut a corner of the world out for himself. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, I just had, I just had those little twinges in my soul too many
0: times. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah
0: okay. That's where well, I Like, we it. may not have been the best people to read this film.
1: <laughs> we are very SJWE. We are. Yeah. yeah. Um, But th- that said, like I, I already mentioned, the writing, I think, even for a special needs character, I do think was really good.
0: It was. The writing um, was very good. The, for, yeah, the writing
1: yeah, was Clyde. good. And frankly... I had never thought about it before, uh, before this movie. But a horror caper, I really think could be really fun and really good. Even despite the issues that we've talked about extensively.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I did enjoy this. Yeah. Um, I, I do think that there are things that could be improved, like some of the sh- social things that we've mm-hmm. talked about. But I still enjoyed it. Despite all of that, I I like the idea of a horror caper. I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we've we've had some with things like the Collector and the Collection. Yeah.
0: the Vault is another one. It's on yeah. Netflix
1: right now. Um, and I in this one it felt different because it was characters I didn't give a shit about right. because I was basically actively supposed to hate most of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of it was it was funnier. Yeah, like the collector in the collection is is gore porn and this despite having some gore a little bit Mm -hmm. didn't go that way right so this i i like it frankly
0: yeah yeah so are we ready for ratings at this point i believe so yeah i'm done so again i know that this is a short ass episode (laughs) i get it um Actually, not
2: as short as I thought. Well, you're going to be
0: cutting out quite a bit. cutting out a bunch of the beginning, at least.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, But um, I did not dislike this movie. I disliked aspects of this movie. Yeah. But the writing was good. Um, Plot could have used some tweaks. It could have used some tightening up. But otherwise, it was okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the back and forth with the police and the flashbacks and and all that stuff was really well executed. Um, special effects were good, you know. And no no problems there except for the one barrel thing that you'll see, of course, when this movie the finally does thing. get released. The barrel
1: thing. You have to tell me Towards after. the end, yes, because I don't remember. Um, oh, there yeah, it is. The barrel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: The multiple twists worked really well, yeah. For me, um, I, I think that this movie should be viewed as a, a learning experience for the director uh, and and the actors mm. uh, because, yeah, you know, again, Gregory, who played Clive, rein it in, rein it in, uh, feel it, don't let it show. Uh, I. I've, Again, this was my least favorite, but again, probably due to the social justice stuff. Yeah. Okay. So while I'm not really going to ding it for that, I do want to to say that it, it did need that tightening up. It did need that refinement that it didn't quite get. And, and a little bit of, uh, of lack of refinement is fine, but it, it seemed to just be pushed a little past that level that I'm comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, So I'm going to give this one, because it is an enjoyable movie otherwise, uh, three out of five barrels that we haven't talked about yet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like Bob mentioned, I do think that the plot could use a little bit of tightening up. It didn't pull me out of anything, but it did seem like there was a couple of character subplots that didn't really go anywhere. And there was a character who kind of really only existed to die. Mm-hmm. um he wasn't of any consequence um i like i said i i did enjoy the movie i really like the idea of um a horror caper and frankly i is this i think this is an early work for the director right i, believe so. I don't know if he, it's first but i think it's early. yeah it's pretty early yeah let me let me take a look you guys continue while i look that up um and and as an early attempt or possibly first we're verifying that now um it is really good like it's fucking better than anything i could do um and a a lot it does have a lot going for it it is it is shot well the writing is great um the 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 characters i think with the exception of clive get their shittiness across <laughs> <laughs> um, which for the telling of this story was very important uh, so good job on all that gonna wait on bob sure, I'm, almost, I'm almost i'm okay. almost done <laughs> he has directed several shorts but this is his first feature okay
2: that's kind of the vibe i got
1: yeah. i can see that yeah yeah yeah. um yeah i could see this specific plot going better as a short yeah yeah but an excellent attempt and i would definitely be interested to see what they do in the future
0: yeah i, I want to uh, see where richard goes yeah because i i think you know if he does really tighten that stuff up he's going to be a force
1: yeah definitely um, so I'm going to give it a uh, three and a half out of five uh, stolen cookies in a kitchen.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say that this is a pretty shiny first shot at a feature. Yeah, I've, I've seen plenty of first time features, especially in the horror genre that uh, wishes they had the level of writing <laughs> and you know polish that this this one has social social stuff aside. Yeah. But, you know, like because it's his first feature and whatnot, I I'm giving this a lot of leeway Mm -hmm. even before I knew it was his first feature. Just the vibe I got from it. I just was giving it I'm giving it a lot of leeway. I feel like this would be a good. This would be a good crossover horror movie to watch with my father Mm -hmm. because he loves capers and he loves British capers and um I feel like this is a movie that perhaps he would enjoy because he doesn't have as many social hangups as I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think everything has kind of been said that needs to be said. And like I've said what I feel, you know, throughout the talking of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so pretty short and sweet. I give this three out of five. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, th- okay. Three out of five severed fingers. Mm-hmm. That works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I, mm, I'm i waiting to see him refine his process.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I really am. I, I think he's I, well on his way. He really is. Uh, I mean, there are some tropey things that I, I, I wanted to address, but of course they were th- in things that I can't discuss right now. Uh. Yeah. Um, but... I think as he learns as he starts making more features as he starts bringing more of that vision to the screen because I think he he really can I think he's got a really good basis mm-hmm. a really good base for mm-hmm. for giving us that guy Ritchie caper flick mm-hmm. yeah. and giving us horror to go along with it
2: and he gets and as he gets more um more time in international markets oh yeah
1: yeah yeah
2: and dealing with different Different vibes in different areas and countries and yeah mm-hmm. you know
1: he can and different really, societal hangups yeah yeah,
2: yeah yep. he can really polish it down to oh, a yeah. really shiny thing
0: oh yeah it could, this this is literally a diamond in the rough mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's so rough, but it's good i I, I enjoy it so mm-hmm. um anyway um that's our our wrap up for nightmares kids. <laughs> um again, thank you very much, Jason for giving us the opportunity to see these things that so few other people will ever get to see.
3: Yeah. Uh, I I
0: mean, until they get some kind of distribution. Right. Um, They're just, it's just wonderful seeing this new talent come out Uh, and um, having been to nightmares at this point, (laughs) um, we are just still so grateful to the people that, that contribute to nightmares to the people that submit films Two nightmares to jason for putting nightmares together to everybody that volunteers at nightmares
1: yeah
0: um it is a wonderful wonderful thing and we're really not kidding when we put out the stuff to get those vip pa- vip passes snatch one up because it is is an, it is an experience you will never forget it's fucking phenomenal and i cannot wait until the next it is time. pretty
1: mind blowing yeah
0: <laughs> so on that note kids um sorry that we couldn't spoil anything for you darn um if you need to contact us email us lay eggs in our brains snap off snap off our fingers in a safe that's fine don't do that um email us at bob at razor.com. you can catch us on the web at razor.com. find us on facebook at uh, candycoated facebook.com slash candycoatedrazorblades uh, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Find us on Instagram at CCRB underscore podcast. And don't go to the goddamn Twitter.
1: I'm RC. You can come talk with me in our Discord. Talk to me about how you're nerding out about Halloween things this year. Because um, Lord fucking knows I am. This will be the
0: episode that comes out on the 30th.
1: Excellent. Yay. <laughs> um, so come find me. We'll do something Halloween together. It'll be fun.
2: And I'm Stephanie. You can find me pretty much anywhere. Stephanie Hayslip, uh, you know, in, uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, whatever. Um, or Night Pet with a Y instead of an I. And I'm not in Sweeney Todd anymore, so you missed that, losers. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs>
0: but she'll still occasionally dress up as a goth Victorian.
2: Absolutely. Because unrelated. Because my <laughs> costume was dope. Go to my Instagram and you will see how dope it was. Um... And uh, check out my writing at (laughs) fangirlnation.com.
0: On that note, kids, bye. Bye. Bye.